1: And she was like, did you offer to buy me a drink? And I was like, yes. So then she took me up on <laughs> buying her a drink, um, danced with me for two songs, um, said I'm going to the bathroom, and then disappears. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ducking out, you're out. Let's duck out together. See what's all.
2: Hi, and welcome to Dyking Out, a podcast that's at the center of the next vibe shift. I'm Carolyn Berger. <laughs> that was a surprise. I'm Melody Kamali.
0: And today we're diking out about rejection with comedian Alicia Hush. And I'm sorry if I just kind of rejected your opening line
2: you did reject my opening line is it because I'm like two weeks too late on making this the opening line and therefore we wouldn't be at the center of the vibe shift we are that group that's left out we of the vibe shift we are left of center of the vibe shift okay we've been left behind in, of course the dykes are left behind in the vibe mm. shift I don't know I'm thinking dykes are at the center of the next vibe shift the cool dykes are like speak for yourself I uttered this mid-feb <laughs> Uh, sorry. I'm, you know, there were just so many other intros to get to first. Uh, Carolyn's learning. She's learning. She's listening. She's growing. What did I just have to define for you recently?
0: What was it? And I just sent you an urban dictionary. I was like,
2: girl. Oh, (laughs) Oh, flop era. Flop Flop Flop, era. Flop era. (laughs) Yeah. I'm in my flop era. You thought it was a typo. Maybe the vibe is like not having to talk about things as soon as they're hot to talk about. OK, maybe the vibe is being two weeks late on talking about the vibe shift. OK. OK, flop.
0: Uh, Anyways,
2: our international <laughs> listeners are like, wow, wow, let's start the Australian version of Dyking yeah. Out. <laughs> What's up? What's new?
0: We had Stonewall. It was good. Yeah.
2: We have another one. March twenty-one. Yeah, we're trying to push back the time, I'm waiting to hear back on that, because we know some of you, you know, work a little bit later and they have a, a piano bar going on afterwards. But we're like, can we just like nudge that back a little bit? Because we fill the room.
0: Yeah, listen, the dykes, they need to change out of the business. Casual dyke right. garb. Get right. into those docks. Get on down a Stonewall.
2: Yeah, we're busy. We, we have things to do during the day, and we can all make it to Stonewall by uh, 7 o'clock. So March 28th, Monday, it'll be such a fun show. This last one was uh, so much fun as usual, and uh, I even did a Kristen Stewart impression, and I didn't mean to. It was so fun. I joined you. <laughs> yeah. We had dual <laughs> stew impressions. Yes. How do you feel about that? Uh, I felt great, except uh, Cecilia was like, I recorded the whole opening, except the case to impression, and it was the one thing. And then she starts recording <laughs> again where I'm like, I hope someone got that on video. <laughs> and it was the one part that she didn't get, but that's okay because I love her so much. She yeah. can do no wrong. Um, other announcements, you know, as always, rate and review us. We don't want to feel more rejected, so please give us five stars on <laughs> Apple podcasts and uh, join our Patreon now with Discord. Uh, if you're at the $10 a month level, if you're at the $5 a month level, you get access to an extra episode every week where we are talking shit. And uh, what else? At $15 a month, you get ad free episodes, $20 a month, you get a ticket to our live shows. and. Um, every other month we do a hang on Zoom together. It's so, so important. Um, our patrons really keep this podcast afloat. It means a lot to us. Uh, we've formed relationships with our patrons. And we've had patrons say that it's definitely worth the $5 a month for all the tea that we drop <laughs> on the off-topic episodes. I will say yes. that. Yeah. Just glowing reviews. So I think it's definitely worth it to be a patron. I love our patrons so much.
0: Daria's literally touched my eyeball, helping yeah. me get an at- eyelash that's lodged close, up close
2: to my brain. Out for me, like that's how much you close. rely on our patrons. Yes, they keep us funded and keep the eyelashes out <laughs> of our eyeballs.
0: One of them, same one, helped us get Rosie. I mean, yeah. this is a community. Yeah.
2: It is. Yes, Ugh. I love it. Well. Melody. Yes. I think I might know what your gayest thing has to do with based on last week's episode. You were going to see a play with a group of queer Persians. Yes. And. So what's the gayest thing you did this week? Boy, oh boy. I always knew Persians
0: were rowdy. I always knew a gaggle of gays could be rowdy. I never put the two together (laughs) and have never had so many tequila shots. Oh, my God. Uh, Persians are insane. (laughs) Wow. Not before the play. The play was incredible. Highly recommend. It'll probably be out for one more week once this comes out. English at the Atlantic Theater. Hung out with Puya. Wait, what? Tequila
2: shots, is there like a, per- what's the Persian liquor of, tra- I feel like every country kind of has like their own, like, Persians will drink
0: everything and anything because it's uh legal to, this is of, like American Persians, yeah. um, but oh. it's a lot of tequila and vodka, it's clears, what, oh, it's illegal, you can't drink e- in Iran. I didn't even think about that, yeah, but so it's not like Iran do. has My- like a special kind of. It's underground. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know the Persians. I know in my family, it's usually tequila or vodka. And right. I felt like justified in it because one of them was a doctor. I don't know, guys. Uh, <laughs> she was the one who kept buying a montre. Um, Doctors orders. We tried to go to Stonewall, too crowded. They're also very strict about their ID. Heads up, anyone traveling yes. to New York, um, the vaccine and ID combo. They're so strict about my friend, Siru's had left his ID uh, in the apartment he was staying in and had a picture of it with his Vax card, but we couldn't get into Stonewall. Um, Couldn't get into like any of the West Village bars. They're all so strict. Duplex was the only one that was like, I'll accept (laughs) a photo. Uh So what do you know? I'm at the Duplex. I don't know the last time I was there. Everyone was so young, but they were playing like Pussycat Dolls and like Britney Spears and like all of like our music videos. I'm
2: surprised it was a younger crowd because I think the times I've been there, it's been a little bit older, Upstairs. but maybe the
0: older yeah. people were
2: downstairs at the it's a okay. Okay. duplex right. is a piano bar. Is
0: it the longest running cabaret in the area?
2: I don't I, I feel I like have no idea. But you can make that up if you want.
0: Right. By uh, Stonewall on christopher street you know what i did my gayest thing i found it i arrived at it um i'm prepared i'm prepared um was drunkenly making friends with everyone dancing at duplex and going so far as following dyking out on their phones and making some of them buy tickets on the spot
2: (laughs) Yeah, because i was worried about
0: ticket sales we normally sell out within a day or two but it took it took the full a few days week. I mean, this time.
2: yeah, yeah. We uh we normally post the event a lot sooner, but we've had a lot going on and have been posting it closer to the show date and we were getting a little bit nervous. Like this always sells out, what's going on? So Melody, you got some traffic in the door. You did I did it. I did it. Everyone was talking to us too because
0: I was there with a very attractive friend and getting hit on everyone, but especially the cis men. And this is a trans man who is just like stunning. And it was like my job to just like go up to all them, talk about rejection. Um <laughs> after they've been rejected, be like, listen, <laughs> he likes girls, like this is you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. so that'll do it.
2: Well, thank you for your service. And glad you Anytime. had a fun uh game night. Look at you going out in the West Village. Melody? What am I, Carolyn and or Ceci and or a third? (laughs) (laughs) You you might be because my gayest thing was going back to Stonewall uh, (laughs) later in the week. Can't get enough. Well, because I had been to Stonewall also the week before. You know, I'm spending a lot of time at Stonewall lately. It's like my home base. And... Two times ago, or like the last time, I guess, before the show, the infamous uh, nipple tassel day, um, the nipple tassel day, uh, somebody was there, and I believe that they bartend at Henrietta Hudson. They used to be a, a bar back at Cubby Hole, and they were having a birthday party at Stonewall, so they gave us like a flyer to come to it, mm. and um, Cecilia and I were having dinner with past guests, uh Jess Rothschild, and afterwards we felt like you know it's still kind of early maybe we just pop into stonewall and see how the party is going we knew uh debbie from cubby hole is going to be there since cubby hole is undergoing renovations so debbie's been hanging out at, at stonewall a lot and we went there and Wow. Um, Talk about young people. For the first time, I felt like too old to be at Stonewall. It was so many young people upstairs at that party. It was so gay. People were dressed as like angels, as priests. There was um, a barber giving haircuts on the stage. I saw that. Right next to like go-go dancing. It was supposed to be like um, a Studio 54 kind of theme. The bartenders were dressed in like... And they know what that is. Right, right. Yeah, they had to look it up. Do we even? We're, yeah. (laughs) I know. Uh, The the bartenders were wearing like these 1970s kind of like gym teacher clothes, like little track shorts and sweatbands and stuff and had whistles that they were blowing. It It was a very fun vibe, but Cecilia and I were like, we're feeling a little bit old. We're not planning on like partying hard tonight. Let's just like go downstairs, finish our uh, dike beers, and maybe shoot some pool. So we met some new friends to that we were playing pool with, having a good time. And then in walks Leah Delaria, uh, Vicky Martinez, and Emily Tarver, all of Orange is the New Black. So kind of like running into three people from Orange is the New Black uh, at Stonewall. That's it. That's pretty gay, but... But one other thing that happened. um, I love your Russian doll gayest things. Yes. I know. I know. Well, because sometimes I feel like going to Stonewall, you know, it doesn't feel fresh. How about I watched Beaches for the first time? Oh, my God. And I didn't cry. Oh, my God. (laughs) What is wrong with you? (laughs) I think I didn't cry because the whole time I was just mad that they weren't gay. I'm like, clearly. Clearly. All the jealousy. They're obviously in love with each other. Uh, I know there's like a Les Hangout Should Have Been Gay episode about it. Like, I'm sure it's been done on queer film theory a million times. Yeah. It's so gay. And the whole time I'm like, wow, they really... I would have cried if this was a story about, you know, them realizing they loved each other when it was too late or, or something like that. Like... I don't know. I was also like baking macarons during it, so I kept having to like pause and you know go to the oven and stuff. Am I a sociopath? Is like, am I dead inside? Yeah, you are. Did Ceci, I watched it right? Did she cry? Yes, she's seen it before. She cries every time. She wanted to watch it because she felt like crying. So she loves to you know occasionally just do an emotions dump to a, a sad movie, and she's like, let's watch Beaches. Why can't you
0: attribute the same subtext you? apply to fucking Real Housewives of New York when you're watching Beaches?
2: (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm not like crying at Real Housewives of New York. (laughs) You're not?
0: (laughs) I have. So sad.
2: I do cry at things. I also try not to cry at things. I mean, I've said it before. I don't like to cry at things because I don't like getting stuffy. Uh, so, if I can, like, so you know, hold, hold, hold it. In. I know. Uh, practical Capricorn. If crying didn't make me stuffy, I'd be crying all the time. Don't you worry. <laughs> I just don't always have tissues uh, within reaching distance, you know? Yeah, I mean, countless, countless gay things about that movie, but what uh We have. More important things to talk about, like uh, rejection. Today, we're diking out with Alicia Hush about that. Uh, Alicia is a stand up improv and sketch comedian and writer based in New York City. She performs regularly at clubs and colleges across the country and has been a featured performer at New York Pride. Also, the producer of Comedy Ugly, a stand up strip show in Brooklyn. And we're going to talk about that. So, let's get to it.
0: Alicia, thank you so much for joining us. Long time. No, see. Ugh. Hello. Hello. How are welcome. you? Welcome.
1: welcome. Thank you so much.
0: Well, Alicia and I know each other. You would think through stand up, but we met each other yeah. on Fire Island before we had yes. stand up comedy environment crossover, which I love. Yeah.
1: It's, it's the best way to make a new friend.
0: Best way to make queer friends for life.
1: Yeah. Was that your first time there? uh Yeah, absolutely. So fun. It was your f- first time too? Same.
0: Yeah. First oh time. Oh my God.
1: So fun. Oh my God. You guys were so good at it. I thought you,
0: guys <laughs> <said> you <laughs> were like- so good at it. <laughs> Everyone was hitting That's on Alicia.
1: Old pros. Uh, there was one person. <laughs> she just happened to be the queen. Yeah.
0: And we can get into that later or
2: not, or to get into it and edit it out. We'll see how that goes. Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Alicia and I, we know each other from doing comedy, but I haven't seen you since before yes. the pandemic. So it's been
1: yeah. a long time. Yeah, it's been a really long time. Man, yeah.
2: uh, how, how have you been doing with comedy? You have your show Comedy Ugly, which is yes. a strip stand-up
1: show. Yes. Why? <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know, that's an excellent question. I, Marissa and I both just really, uh, I, I host a show with another queer comic, Marissa Riley, and we just really liked the idea of like having a comedy show at, coyote ugly where the comics would have to dance afterwards but coyote ugly was like no (laughs) so (laughs) so we just kind of ran with it and did something else from there yeah it's a good time
2: yeah i mean there was the uh the naked show do you remember when that was around yeah so it's yeah. like the naked show i'm like all right i get the naked show this is like the most uh this is like everyone's nightmare what? right like being naked on a stage and you having, start having naked everyone yeah yeah you just like oh, start yeah. naked and like just jump into that that nightmare but like for me to for some reason i'm like having to like take off clothing while remembering my jokes i'm like how disorienting
1: <laughs> Yeah. It, no, yeah, it, it, I forget all the time.
2: <laughs> you don't seem like it. I went to
0: that show a couple months ago. Um, you and Marissa oh, yeah, yeah. are just so good at it now, probably with it, practice. Because yeah, just yeah. yeah. practice, 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 amazing sets, and the jokes were <laughs> Thank good you. too. Okay. Um.
2: Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Thank
1: you wow, so much. Wow. Thank you just so cool much. as
2: a cucumber, though. Melody was just trying to say that she wasn't a pervert. And here we go. Uh, (laughs) Now, I I feel like I should just go uh, like I must go to a show and uh, support it because I'm so curious, like, do people really get into the stripping part of it? Like, do they like do a little bit of a performance or are some people there like, all right, here's one thing off. Here's another. Are they addressing their body parts as they're stripping? What's going on?
1: yeah it's um it's the full gamut all of the above yeah exactly okay. exactly people people either get really into it people I've had somebody just like take items out of a backpack before that was so fun, <laughs> um yeah, it's great, it's so fun, uh,
0: yeah,
1: people forget all the time in the middle of their set, and we we literally just have to ask the audience, and they don't always remember either, like <laughs> we've had a lot of comics just be like, well, that's next bit. <laughs> we gotta move on. Yeah.
0: I like that you guys play music though. And so it's like the designated strip time in the middle of the set. And you guys do time it, uh, like when it's apropos, um, you like, cause I've done, uh, there was a show in Chicago called strip Joker where I had, I didn't know when to do it. I also was on a lineup with someone I hate, and I hope they realize this, um, <laughs> and, like are, are listening cause they're queer, trans non-binary, um, asshole. Anyone can be an <laughs> asshole in the community. And they were like really creepy commenting on my body. I did this thing where I wore like insane amount, like layers and layers of lingerie. Yeah. Um, because I had just gotten out of a relationship with someone with, a. Uh, uh, nylon fetish and I was like oh it'd be funny to roast my ex while taking all this off Yeah, and this person bum rushed me backstage while I was like quite literally naked and afraid and was like <laughs> wow the, cool loophole Melody like calling it a loophole I'm like wow now I'm so glad I didn't get naked in front of you all all right, right. Like, <gasps> Meg Stalter had to like defend me and tell them to fuck oh, it was a whole thing
1: oh, so that's maybe weird. that's why I'm like afraid
0: to do a show like that again
1: yeah but, I, I- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely wasn't expecting you to say layers and layers of lingerie. Layers and layers, like layers absurd amount.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I can make lingerie not sexy. Watch me.
1: <laughs> yeah, the audience is pretty into it. The audience is like whatever you bring, yeah, they they really get into it. Are they taping um, with their phones? No, they're okay. not allowed to do that. Good. Good. Yeah, <laughs> okay. wow. They are absolutely not allowed to do that um we have had people like offer to take photos before which is like so nice um but usually we decline yeah and then we did have somebody ask if we would do it over zoom as an event and we were like yeah absolutely not
0: <laughs> <laughs> who would sponsored by that? pornhub yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Was like, who would agree to do that just sign up for cam soda like what's happening um
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: Anyways,
1: yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah, we're really diving into this, and almost forgot to ask you a very important question: What's the gayest thing you did this week?
1: Well, I'm actually, I'm so excited that you asked because hands down, the gayest thing I did this week was I had like a fever dream about the movie Heavenly Creatures, (gasps) but I was Kate Winslet in the dream. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and it's the gayest thing. That's That's the gayest
2: dream. So I wish I could like know kind of what that meant. Like I'm familiar with heavenly creatures, but you can't, Mm. you can't stream it anywhere. I've been trying to watch it. You used to be able to, you can't right now. I'll I'll, I'll have to find it for you. Okay.
0: While you're looking for that, look for spice world. Cause I don't know where (laughs) I'm supposed to stream spice world. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. I'm like ready to, to try to find heavenly creatures. Like, on ebay or something i'm like where where can i watch that
1: is the saddest thing i've heard it used to be on netflix i used to watch it all the time <laughs>
2: oh man how did i miss it? i'm so mad at myself i literally i have a planner for this year and one of my goals is to watch heavenly creatures this year i'm not even joking uh i'm like it's about time oh and this God. is the okay. year it's gonna happen and then i went to try it and it wasn't streaming anywhere i'm like i'll, I'll pay 20 I, bucks for it i don't care i will look i'll look for it i would appreciate that
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely
2: so I know, I mean, I know it's gay and it involves murder, right? So were you like
1: murdering in your dream? Uh, maternal mur- murder. Yeah. yeah they, well, oh, spoiler. Sorry. But yes, <laughs> they murder a mother. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, See, I think this sounds
2: like it would be my favorite movie. <laughs> it's
1: so good. And they're young. Yeah. And yeah. It's, like, it's like they're so hot for each other. They really don't understand what's going on. And it just drives them into like an actual... <laughs> murder frenzy yeah and they love it you know they kill someone's mother and it's it's based on a true story and they're like not allowed to contact each other now like legally
2: that's right i forgot it's based on a true story yeah oh man i didn't even know yeah yeah um it's
1: wild
2: that's wild crazy that was like one of the
0: first things melanie linsky was in right yeah yeah She's having a real, yeah, moment right now that I'm so excited for. She was like, don't look up. What else? She got cheated in. Yellow jackets. Yellow jackets.
2: (laughs) I was like, what was the other (laughs) thing she got
0: cheated on in this last year?
2: (laughs) (laughs) She's really being typecast, I guess. Hmm. That's going to be her thing, unfortunately. Um, Yeah. yeah. Also, for anyone new listening, I'm not into teen murder. Just, that's a joke. Okay. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. I'm just on the record, sometimes I say things I'm like, "Well, someone could really think that I'm serious." Anyway, uh, so yeah, Fire Island. You guys were in Cherry Grove together. It was your first time. Yes. Any tips for somebody going their first time, like me, hmm. doing this summer?
1: Uh, oh my! Well, I'm so scared. Jeez. Oh, yeah, I mean, I was very scared. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you're so, if you're someone like me, I'm very intimidated by. Women.
0: Attention from women.
1: <laughs> so, and and I have to say, they're everywhere <laughs> when you go. So, you know, <laughs> you got to keep your wits about you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I... I don't know. I barely remember the weekend. I was like, I think I was like, high the whole time. I was so anxious. So
0: much weed. So That's right. With your like cute little pink bowl. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We were high the whole time. Well, it is on brand. (laughs) I don't know what actual good advice we have. Um, Make sure you pack some snacks because everything is expensive. But if you're in Cherry Grove, you'll yeah. be close to good options. But if I would say if you're going to the Pines for the first time, definitely pack some snacks. It feels like harder to find food there. I don't know. Yeah. Um
1: yeah, less options. Yeah.
0: Um if you're going planning on skinny dipping like we did, I don't know, Groom as you might want shall? to. Um yeah.
1: <laughs> or come as you are. Yeah.
0: And um, Groom as you shall. Watch out for horny dykes. Um pretty on theme for yeah. this episode. I didn't watch Alicia get rejected, <laughs> hold on, what? Watch out for horny watch out for horny lesbians. Oh, in this case, I, Carolyn behaved.
2: Um, yeah, I was gonna say my wife and I are the horny lesbians yeah, that people are. need to watch out for. I'm sorry, so don't
0: don't go in. Yeah, don't yeah. scare the bisexuals, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> just watching Alicia get a little nervous around horny lesbians last summer taught me that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> real
0: nervous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Um what did Eric uh, erica s- said to her in a text message? She's just shy with girls.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> she came up with every possible. She was like, "She's shy. You're you're uh you're both bottoms." Like she was just like <laughs>
2: like throwing anything. <laughs> so so you left this this lesbian possibly feeling rejected. Yeah,
1: I don't know that. Also, I also maybe get the sense that it was, you know, played up because Erica, (laughs) Erica Rose, you know, loves a love story. Yeah, right, right. Um, Little writer director. Some of it was, yeah, yeah. I don't know that it was as, um, as there as existing, maybe. all we got was like she thinks you're hot
0: and then we were so obnoxious because we were all (laughs) horny for life um it was post vaccine Vaccine. pre knowledge of variants summer 2021 we were just so like and then you were on a trip with like a bunch of dyke couples and we were just so excited that our one dyke friend was interested in you our other the one single (laughs) dyke friend and it was just us putting a lot of pressure on it I felt so guilty yeah. afterwards. And then you <laughs> mo- shutting down, shutting down. <laughs> so like.
2: not. I don't see yeah. it
0: as like a full rejection, like. Right, right. It's like we made it so this person felt reject rejected because we hyped it up so much to the point where you had to be like, please leave me alone. <laughs> and I'm so sorry for that.
1: It was also, yeah, a lot of the enthusiasm was coming from you guys and not from her. So <laughs> I was like, I wonder if realistically. Oh, it was there. <laughs> you
0: know? I'm talking for her now and
2: it's still
1: on the yeah. table
0: and we'll work on it for summer 2022.
2: <laughs> now, I I saw it happen recently where somebody, yes thought somebody was cute. And then everyone else made this like big deal about it. And then uh, the other person ended up like not being interested. And the original person then felt rejected where they really wouldn't have had no one made yeah. this whole big thing of it to that's make it happened. feel like that was even on the table. Like yeah. they, they could have just gone the rest of the night thinking, hey, saw a cute person and that's it. And instead it's like, yeah. oh, I guess I'm not cute enough for that. You know? <laughs> Why do yeah. we do that to
1: each other? Queers. <laughs> we just get so excited. We do. Yeah, I think that's it. We just get so excited.
0: You we love you know? to see a coupling in the community.
1: We love to see a coupling. I know. We want to see it work out. <laughs> we want to see yeah. it pull through.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So rejection. So rejection. Rejection. Yeah. Are you good rejection. at dealing with it? Personally,
1: professionally? Professionally, yes. Uh, very, very well. Um, personally, I have, I've had to grow a lot. <laughs> Only recently I'm getting good at personal rejection actually. And like dealing with it without, <laughs> well, uh, you know, hurting people <laughs> Right, is really, yeah. So no, I would say, no, I'm not good at rejection, <laughs> but I'm getting there. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, sometimes I think with comedians, especially that I'm like, well, you're used to rejection. So just like shift that mentality to your personal life. Like yeah. I had a friend who was recently rejected like a couple of times personally, and they had such a ty- hard time dealing with it. But I want to be like, you get rejected all the time. Uh, But that's not comforting.
1: <laughs> and your that's also suck. a very different Come thing. Come on, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, even
2: really talented people get rejected yeah i tell
0: myself um (laughs) things
1: i tell myself
0: when i'm being rejected from the industry
1: yeah yeah it's also it's like it's harder to tell yourself like oh that woman who is not interested in me just doesn't get my art (laughs) (laughs) it's like well (laughs) no it's you
0: (laughs) plain and simple um (laughs) So, but you were just saying like you're have you're learning to deal with not hurting people, which so, uh, you're dealing with being the rejector. No,
1: when I say hurting people, you know when like when somebody hurts you and you lash out,
2: your reaction, oh, yeah, you, like, yeah, say
1: mean things, yeah, like, yeah. I get very like okay. mean, mean. Mm, me too. Um, so I'm I'm learning not to do that, be like verbally hurtful. Yeah, um, but I've only just recently like in the past, like five years, (laughs) how to do that, like a late in life control, my temper in that, in like very vulnerable situations like that. Okay, what's your sign? (laughs) Um, I am a fire sign. Um, I'm a Sagittarius. (laughs) Hey, you know it? It's like, it's like I say a lot of things I don't mean, but that doesn't make it appropriate to say.
2: Right, right. You know
1: what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, especially because then the intention is just to cause pain.
0: Right. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Professionally I'm, I'm 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 sorry, I'm a lot better at it. Like you said, as far as like the mentality goes. Right. I just have <laughs> I, I have like no way of crossing over anything. I don't have crossover brain. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, people are like, Oh, you can apply like the skills oh, you yeah. learn from playing the piano. Those kids are good at math. It's like I I don't have any crossover in any of those things that people say. None.
2: Yeah. I mean, for for comedy, I feel like you can't be in comedy if you're bad at rejection because then you would just quit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can say it or you hate yourself. There we go. I was like, wait, where do I fit in? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, yes, I deserve every rejection. Pretty much. I take everything yeah. personally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard not to, especially like with, with stand-up when it's like the, the potential for with rejection is every line. Yeah. Every punchline is like, yeah. It, you know what I'm saying? You, you have the potential for it's moment to moment to be told, nah. Right.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I think I prefer that rejection, though, because probably like almost a decade of having bombs like I'm like numb to that I would prefer like the bad set kind of rejection because it's immediate and then it's like objectively rejection like versus submitting to a festival that the festival runner even told me to submit for and then like not hearing back or not getting that or like a packet or this or that you know just rip that rejection band-aid please
1: I, I hate submitting to stuff and not getting it. Yeah. My instinct is always to lie about submitting in the first place,
0: telling that people that you didn't. Did yeah,
1: like if like w- like when submissions come out for things and people right. will be like, oh yeah, did you did you submit to this? Because they're all hearing back. Yeah, uh, <laughs> my first instinct, and I always have to fight it, is to be like, no, no, <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I, I don't right. really care about that. Yeah.
0: And then if you do get it, it's like they thought of me, actually. Right. And they came to me <laughs> yeah. for that writing yeah. packet.
2: Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with lying about that. <laughs> Honestly, I think being the rejector helps you mm. deal with rejection better. Like one time I sat in on a uh, casting for a job I had, and there were all these people who came through who nailed the audition, but for whatever reason, they just weren't right for the part. It was like you had a specific yeah. thing in mind. So I felt horrible having to pass on these people who were clearly talented and great. It would just be like, this person's like a little too young or this person doesn't yeah. have the right look or, um, you know, they have like a southern accent and we like that doesn't fit with who this character is, whatever it is. Um, and I'm like, oh, OK, sometimes you're just not the the right fit. I, I think actors learn that faster than maybe comedians because comedians, it's like, but so you don't like yeah. my like this is a reflection of me. I'm not saying someone else's words. It's like a little bit more personal for us yeah Yeah. i like
0: the stories that are like oh well thank god i was rejected for that role because then i was available to do this pilot that ended up being you know like parks and rec i don't know something (laughs) like that right yeah everything happens for a reason yeah, those stories are always the best vibes. Yeah.
1: I always feel, I, I think that's like a really interesting take on it. Like being the rejector does help because even as you say that, like <laughs> going back to like personal rejection, when yeah. I, when I reject somebody personally, half the time it's not because, yeah, they're not attractive or great or funny. It's just because you're right. It, they're, they're just not for me. Yeah. Right. Which is like, I never think of that (laughs) yeah I'm I'm like it's me it's definitely me yeah well yeah like
2: sometimes I feel like people uh don't like to um break up with people, break it off or turn people down. And I'm always like, you are doing them a favor. Like if you're not feeling it, let them Mm -hmm. go. Like, yes, the rejection is going to sting, but in the long run, they'll be better off for it. Just like, don't let them keep thinking that this is going somewhere. If it's not cut it off, you know? Um, Yeah. And yeah, I probably, my advice has probably hurt a lot of people's feelings. (laughs) Go for it. Uh, but that is true yeah are, are you on the apps i feel like that's like a whole other field of rejection. you can get rejected in such volume <laughs> and
1: yeah, speed yeah. Now. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so
1: stressful <laughs> yeah i'm i'm on hinge but i'm not messaging people first any, anymore really mm, uh, so you're not on bumble it's, it's no <laughs> no yeah bumble was not Oh, God. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, having the power that will be amazing. It's terrible. <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, it's like so much easier to like walk up to somebody and say hello than it is to just shoot them a message and be like, hey, how are you? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Are you thinking about getting into Dungeons and
2: Dragons? Maybe you're looking to expand your horizons as a DM or a player. If that's the case, then it's time for you to check out the Dungeon Cast, the best D and D podcast out there that helps you passively learn all about the game just by listening. Find the Dungeon Cast anywhere you get podcasts or on YouTube. I've never done the apps, but but I feel like that should make people better at rejection. Or does it make people like reject so casually that then when it happens, like in real life, you're like not prepared for it? I don't know.
1: Well, I think that's like maybe where the whole like ghosting rejection comes from. Right. It's like it's so easy to like get into conversations with so many people that you quite likely aren't. It's like a numbers game, you know, aren't going to meet up with that it's easy to just let these conversations where you're like trying to get to actively get to know people fall off. It's like almost like, well, you know, that person has fallen off and then, you know, they just stop answering stuff. Yeah. In, in the same way that you would on a dating app, you just stop responding. Yeah. But it's like, well, well you know, once you've actually met in person, there's a, an added layer there that you can't really ignore anymore. That, that doesn't make that appropriate.
2: So you're good with ghosting if you haven't met the person, <laughs> but if you've met the person, no, no ghosting.
1: Oh, I mean, on. If it's, it, yeah, if I haven't met up with somebody and I haven't given them their my t- my phone number. Yeah. If I'm like, yeah, I, I stop messaging people on dating apps all the time. There's so many conversations that hinges like, are you, I mean, Tinder still sends me messages that I I'm just like haven't been on Tinder in seven years or however long. I know. I oh, wonder wow. if my you profile know? is
0: still floating around there. <laughs> like I deleted the app, yeah. but I didn't like deactivate <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah so i'm like am uh, i yeah. just
0: there <laughs> yeah you're out there <laughs> damn now uh, i want to uh, yeah. go and tinder see how many matches you. i get
2: just yeah. for like ego purposes um and how many of them have been on the pod <laughs> Yeah, I know.
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah yeah but i i was I dating um did you, melanie did you ever go on that
0: go on that oh yeah i was so good at tinder and oh, really? hinge wasn't really a thing by the time I got into this relationship with Allie but I did Bumble, Tinder, uh OK Cupid. I had nothing on my OK Cupid profile. I remember my name on yeah. there was Lindsay Weir. And that was my way of being like, wow, Wow. exactly. Because I was in love with Linda Cardellini, always have been um, identified with slash was in love with Lindsay Weir from Freaks and Geeks. And that was just my way of weeding people out. Um, People respond to me (laughs) and they'd be like, hey, Lindsay, what's up? And I would ignore them. But if they were like, awesome. And with like freaks. with yeah. a freaks and geeks reference, that's how I'd go on a date with them. So it was a, wow. mean, different time in general. Yeah. I clearly, I had the time. You yeah, you had a strategy. And not much else standards wise. Um, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Except
1: the obvious deal breaker right up front. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. But did you ever ghost people on the app? Yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> um yeah, I wouldn't yeah. like. Have like not to the point where we'd like met up. I would like let people off. Um, if we were if we got on dates, if we had texted, um, or called each other. But yeah, I think for women, especially when you're like matching with a lot of men, there's just you can lose someone in the mix.
1: Yeah, at least back then, from
0: what I remember, I actually went on the apps to explore dating men when I realized, oh, I don't think I'm a lesbian. I think I'm like bi. I so it was just very different. I went on the her app. Yeah. Maybe it's Ooh. gotten better, but it, yeah, the, from your reaction, maybe it hasn't. Like it just. <laughs> I've heard bad uh, things. I've like, heard bad things. It was so hard to navigate. Yeah. I don't think enough people were on it at the time, too. I kept getting the same, like, three 18 year olds in Indiana <laughs> trying to use it in Chicago.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah the, the range was insane. Right. Insane. And they'd
0: keep showing you people that you were not <laughs> yeah. interested in. <laughs> I don't get it. That's all they had. Ghosting was be- starting to become like a part of the lexicon, even like that. I was yeah. like one of the first people on Tinder, and I had like a couple years of it, but um, I wouldn't ghost and I wouldn't haunt. Is that what a lot of friends I have deal with now? Haunting.
1: What is that? Is that I've never heard of it.
0: Yes. Or breadcrumbing. What is it? It's when
2: it is it's haunting if they still look at your stories? They and still stuff, look at your stories. They don't talk to you. Yeah they like your they're posts. haunting oh, yeah. Weird. yeah but they're not okay. gonna yeah and it's so funny because i have people that
0: i dated at this point seven years ago who are still haunting me yeah <laughs> why like people i actually liked <laughs> and got rejected by and had my feelings hurt by who still look at my stories <laughs>
2: that's so odd. much later so strange yeah Yeah, I I feel like ghosting is a worse form of rejecting than, like, straight up telling somebody, hey, you know, I know I showed interest before, but, like, I'd rather just end this now. That's it. Like, that's all I would want is a simple, like, heads up so that you can stop being like, well, like, is the door open? Like, I hate things being unclear like that. And I think a lot of people, like if there was enough positive stuff, like they really cling on to that. And it just feels like a lot worse to be yeah. ignored. It's confusing. Yeah. Like ignoring is something you're supposed to do to bullies, not people that, you know, yeah. you liked at one point and maybe just aren't into anymore. Like
1: <laughs> Yeah. 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 I think once, once somebody has your, your phone number, it's, it's also just like a smart thing to, respectful right you know what i'm saying right in that regard yeah
0: i just feel like i wonder how much better it is for like the lesbian dating app scene than it is for like on grinder i just feel like the rejection has got a sting so much worse on there on grinder brutally honest yeah just like Men, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, even Jess Tom, who's starting to go on Grinder and do jokes about it, because um, yeah. they tr- are doing hormone replacement there for the first time. They've always identified as a lesbian, but they're finding that they're attracted to men, so they're going on Grinder um, and. Already, the jokes are about some oh. pretty abrasive comments on there. I think, um, right. or just like from yeah. friends I know, and the messages like my friend Justin will get as a gay black man on there. I'm just like, wow, like the rejection is, um, oh my god, very biting, very racial, very fat phobic. Uh, talk about Fire Island. I feel like I would be rejected as a human, like as a man, yeah. mentally preparing for months in the lead up to go to somewhere like fire Island or P town yeah. carnival. I don't know. Carnival,
2: <laughs> I don't know. I wonder why it has to get like that where they have to be so specific about the reason for rejection yeah. on Grinder. Why can't it just be like a, a no thanks. But then on the other hand, anytime that we're rejected, I feel like we want to know, but why? You know, like if you don't get a job yeah. or something or you're, you're like, oh, why? Like, is it because I asked for too much money? Is it because you don't think I'm qualified? Um, Was it close, but you like someone better? Like, those are things yeah. we all want to know. And we don't always get that. Do you think that makes it better or worse when somebody gives you a reason for rejection?
1: I feel like, uh, I guess it depends on the reason they're giving you. Right. You know, if it's like, um, I mean, if it's a personal reason, like I I feel like with jobs, maybe I would feel differently about it as well versus personally, but also I think it does help with closure sometimes.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. Like when I got divorced, I felt like I didn't, uh, get a lot of closure because I never got like a real reason other than, um, Mm -hmm. She said that she just wanted to be alone, uh, but then like a few months later had a girlfriend. So I'm like, okay, well, like I never really bought that that was the reason, yeah. but now I'm left here wondering, like, huh? And yeah. you know, at at the time, I just thought like, hmm, a reason would have been nice. I think that would have been yeah. like, okay. <laughs> Because then instead you're just like filling your head with like all the possible things and you're already feeling like low from the rejection. So then the things that are flooding your mind aren't like, oh, I'm just too wonderful for them. You know, (laughs) you're like, oh, I fucking suck. Nobody's ever going to love me. Um, You know, I'm ugly. Like all the all the stuff fills your head. So, you know,
1: yeah, it's it's (laughs) it's toxic. Yeah, it's very toxic. Yeah. I could see that
2: you hear that ex-wife you're toxic no I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I'm over it I'm over it it's fine it's fine
1: <laughs> do have you guys like um have you guys had any like embarrassing em- like embarrassing rejections hmm.
2: that was one of the questions we had for you <laughs> so, <laughs> Carolyn,
1: the- <laughs> I could just see Carolyn's face like okay
0: <laughs> how about all of middle school how about that how about like just that feels like the just a time rife with the rejection.
2: Yeah, I guess that that makes me think of um not like I mean, I guess this was kind of rejection, but it was more annoying than anything when I was in high school. I secretly had a girlfriend and it was time where everybody was like finding their dates for prom and this girl, she went to another school. She's closeted, whatever. Like, she obviously wasn't coming to prom with me. I was pretty much closeted, except for my close friends and um, my best friend's boyfriend's best friend. Like, we were all going to ride in the limo together. So I'm like, I might as well, like, just go with him since we're going in the same limo, whatever. We're friends. It should be cool. But he was... He like thought I had the hots for him, which I didn't. like I had a girlfriend, and then, when it came time to talk about it, he was like, "Look, I know you want to go to prom with me, and I will, but it has to just be his friends, and I was just like, "Oh, fuck <laughs> you!" like, are you kidding me? You think that I you know, um but then, like the whole night of prom, he was like, not." hanging out with me like normally we were just friends but he was like so afraid that i was just like gonna fall in love with him at prom when wow. that's such a magical was, like, night a negative zero yeah. like that no way that would have happened like the whole time i was just like yeah. when is this over so i can go hang out with my girlfriend
1: <laughs> yeah talk about an irrational fear in my friend so yeah so that like it felt it felt
2: embarrassing because it's like i like I don't want this, and I can't really tell you why I don't want this, and you're like so confident that I want this, yeah, and like probably telling your your buddies that, and it's like, oh, this sucks. That
1: sucks. yeah, and then you feel like s- stupid. Yeah, 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 oh, absolutely. How about you? Um, I did have one woman um, at Stonewall. Um, I walked up to her and asked if I could buy her a drink, and she gave me um a, a like once over said no <laughs> I went back to her drink and i was like okay you know what i'm going to play it cool i'm going to act like i don't even care i came over here to get myself a drink so i stood right <laughs> right there right next to her still <laughs> and waited to get a drink and then when i ordered my drink she turned to me and she was like wait what did you ask me and i was like never mind and then i think we were both embarrassed And she was like, did you offer to buy me a drink? And I was like, yes. So then she took me up on (laughs) uh, buying her a drink, um, danced with me for two songs, um, said, I'm going to the bathroom and then disappeared.
2: (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how, how old was she
1: about? I don't know. I was, this was, I mean... My guess was that she was about my age, and I think I was maybe twenty six, twenty seven. Okay, so I-, I feel like old enough to not be weird
2: like that, right? But. Man, uh, okay. Now you've actually reminded me of a rejection that also felt like embarrassing <laughs> in the in the gay realm of things. Was that um, I was at. Uh, my sister's room in Atlanta with my friend who later became my first wife and I saw this woman who I was into and we went to talk and she had a friend so like my friend slash future wife was like I'm gonna wing woman for you like uh and went and like made out with the friend or whatever and then this woman and I were like, we're dancing together. We're talking, we're laughing. Mm -hmm. It seems to be going well. And, um, she says that she's like kind of seeing someone, but it's like ending whatever, or they like just broke up. Um, she gives me her number. We talk about like hanging out.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. This is a time when like everybody Mm -hmm. Like nobody was calling people on the phone anymore, but I thought like, Oh, if I'm going to ask her on a date, I'm going to call her on the phone. Like a huge, I don't know. Like, (laughs) I, i I hadn't been single in a while so i called her on the phone left a voicemail which again like i understand why i was (laughs) rejected uh
1: like totally get it what did your voicemail say
2: um i was like hey we talked about like hanging out i'm having a bunch of people over to watch the l word if you want to join like (laughs) let me know it'll be fun you know just a bunch of queers watching the l word and you know didn't hear from her Fast forward to, like, a month later. Uh, it's Valentine's Day. I'm at my sister's room, and she's there with her friend again. Um, oh, oh, her her friend, in, in the meantime, said that, like, nothing was going to happen because she had a girlfriend. And then mm. we're at my sister's room, and she's there on Valentine's Day without her girlfriend. So, like, clearly, she doesn't have a girlfriend. Yeah. So, I went up to her, and I was like, oh, I thought you had a girlfriend. And she, she was like... Um, yeah, we broke up today. I'm like, bullshit. Like this is everything oh, yeah. about this is embarrassing.
1: She's <laughs> like, so shameless. Right? <laughs> My God, messy dykes, right?
2: Right. Anyway, yeah. I
1: I yeah. think I got rejected
0: hitting on someone from the stage uh, once um, <laughs> in Chicago. There's this sure. lesbian okay. bartender. Um, I think I've like literally sent you pictures, Carolyn, of her. I'll never get over her. Um, yeah, it was like the, the kind of lesbian where like. Men, straight men, gay men, trans women, everyone was uh, attracted to this person. And there was a weekly stand up show in this bar in Chicago. And I remember like hitting on this bartender from the stage and be like, what do you say? (laughs) And she just like laughed like it was just another joke. (laughs) And (laughs) then I was always afraid to get drinks after. And this is a bar I went to a lot. And it was just always awkward. And then she like once laughed and was like, oh, you're so cute or something like that. And then I'm on Tinder. She said that? Yeah. Too? You're so cute. So like cute. mixed oh. signals. Um yeah. Always just like laughing off because I would aggressively hit on this person. Mm, I would say once every few months <laughs> on this stage. I don't know. <laughs> it was a, a long time. A big build. Um, And then... I saw her on Tinder and I swiped right on her and we matched Um, and then she messaged me something like, Melody, when are we going to go out or something like someone who I thought was rejecting me on a regular basis. So much different on the apps, and yeah. gave me your phone number. I remember texting with her? We were supposed to set up a time, mind you. Allie and I hook up for the first time. We're starting to like see each other. I'm like, come on, girl! Like to this other girl. Like, let's <laughs> get. I have a
2: feeling about this. I just like really wanted to get it in under the window. It's oh. closing. I know. It's like one of those those doors, and the person has yeah. to slide under right, <laughs> right yeah. before it shuts. And then, and I didn't, I sent my like last like Hail
0: Mary text and she never responded to it. And then I went to her Instagram and I saw she got back together with her ex-girlfriend.
2: Of course. (laughs) course.
0: But what a bold move. Like, did I have a raging drinking problem my entire time spent in Chicago? Who does that? Like hitting on someone (laughs) from the stage while they're working, while they're working. (laughs) (laughs) begging them to go out with
2: me (sighs) that ties into another question is like when you when you get rejected uh do you ever like try again for the same thing or do you just like let it go and move on
1: if it's if it's professional stuff i like i've submitted to festivals that rejected me or like you know submitted packets that reopened that i never got and probably will never will um I think, yeah, that I'll go back again and again for. But personal, especially, yeah, especially if it's like sexual rejection, I, no, I'm not bold enough. I'm not bold enough to be like, well, I I can save this or I can turn it around. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Humiliating. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Humiliating. Exactly. And that reminds me, I mean, even... (laughs) I'm like, and why weren't these dykes humiliated hitting on my girlfriend at Stonewall on our show? (laughs) Are there listeners? They're listening right now. A couple of you felt so emboldened after our show at Stonewall to hit on Allie, like to interrupt me and Allie. One of them even said to me, I know I shouldn't hit on your girlfriend in front of you. But yeah. pivoted no to Allie's tits and continued whatever else they
2: had to say. Wait, this past show? Yes. Oh
0: and what? another listener just goes up to Allie and goes, What's up, Anna Delvey? <laughs> and Allie was like, shut up. And then up. they were being flirty with her, but like, what a what a line. If you watch That's Inventing incredible. Anna, she literally calls herself ordinary looking. It's like really hammered in that she's just so ordinary. <laughs> But I'm not over you, Irish accent listener sitting in the front row. <laughs> that came up to me and was like, "I know I'm supposed to. I'm not supposed to hit on your girlfriend in front of you." However, <laughs> and I remember I went, "Don't, don't do it." <laughs> and they continue. <laughs> "What the hell? Wow!"
2: That's so wild. it looks like people are
0: getting less and less afraid of rejection. That's yeah, truly wild. We're so numb.
2: Even going back to my embarrassing story, like when I saw that woman there on Valentine's Day, I still tried to buy her a drink later. (laughs) I was like, I know I've been rejected, but like, I was like, maybe she's changed her mind. And then... Uh, and she like accepted the drink and ignored me. And I was like, OK, like sometimes I do need to be rejected like a couple times uh, <laughs> for like general interest, like when it comes to anything sexual, like obviously consent, like no is no and a rejection yeah, yeah. there. I'm I'm just like immediately pff, totally fine. No. Um, yeah. But like if it's somebody who I who has like shown an ounce of interest and then they pull back i'm like i'll try one more time (laughs) let me help them get there
1: (laughs) (laughs) no also consent and
2: yes but
0: (laughs) do we think yeah we need a certain amount of rejection i like the example that comes to mind is because we're all comics like going to a women only open mic or like a queer only open mic and you're getting so much sometimes undeserved support oh yeah (laughs) that you genuinely don't know if the material that you commuted like wrote during the day commuted rehearsed you have no idea how that actually landed because there's such blind support right and enthusiasm yeah that you you don't know if you ended up wasting your time that night going to one like do we need some rejection,
1: oh yeah, uh, yeah, definitely, I mean, I think um, yeah, i mean for for exactly the reason you said is like too much support will will not show you an accurate, accurate reflection of who you are Yeah, right <laughs> um, but and I also its like you know the the word the word no is like so widely used that it's like if if you're the one of the few people who's not hearing it, you're going to be fucked. Right. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, a, a nightmare. For sure. So, it'll keep you sane.
2: Yeah. I, I think an, a no can be, uh, like, a lesson we can learn from our rejections. I I was looking into it of like what are some ways to cope with rejection and a big one or a common one is don't take it personally but I'm like you should take it personally sometimes like sometimes it is your fault Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not like the casting example like sometimes it's not a fit but you know, if you get rejected from a job, like maybe it's because you don't have the, the right experience and that can tell you like where you need to go and get experience or it can tell you you're applying to the wrong jobs. Uh, and that's why like don't waste your time applying to to the wrong jobs. Or if you get rejected after, after a date, like, yeah, maybe sometimes it's not personal, but sometimes think like, did I do anything on that date? Like you, if you read like those, uh, am I the asshole, right? It's like some people Love are them. really oblivious to the things that they do yeah. that are actually terrible. So maybe like a little yeah. bit of rejection could be like, Oh, this thing I do isn't great. And that's why I keep getting rejected. Maybe I can work on that. Maybe there's something that, that I can do, which is why I'm just a really big fan of honesty and people being candid <laughs> about about things. Um, yeah. Except the uh, Apple Podcast reviews. Please leave yeah, us five stars. <laughs> keep the no honesty way. to the
0: emails and to just keep those five stars coming. Um,
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, we love raw honesty. I feel like I just stopped some dyke like hot in her tracks on Apple Podcasts right <laughs> Leave a, a <laughs> just a hot three star review.
1: <laughs> I think it shows opportunities for growth. It's, yeah. Like, things like I also um <laughs> like this wasn't like a like somebody told me recently, um I said something very casually, like, oh I, I like violence, and he was like, you know you don't have to say that like on a date <laughs> which was like maybe not like an outright rejection, but in a way, it was like <laughs> definitely a rejection of the topic that I had brought <laughs> right, you know yeah. right, which but he was he was ultimately probably right, yeah you know, lessons, as you say.
2: Yeah. And another thing too, it's like sometimes, uh, rejection is fine in that I, I think sometimes we have a desire to like, want everybody to to like us and that's like an impossible mm-hmm. thing to live up to and uh, you realize that fast when you have a podcast that yeah. like it's not <laughs> for everyone and you can't focus on the people who it's not for or else yeah. um or that's going to drive you nuts and like trying to you know when we say like learn from it well like maybe you're just not that person's taste so i don't want to like pivot then yeah. to appeal to this person it's also important to to be yourself and surround yourself with like the opportunities and the people who love you for for who you are and are willing to accept you flaws and all rather than Mm -hmm. trying to change yourself to appeal to certain groups
1: of everything yeah that's something that I like I also have a hard time with is like wanting to To be likable by everyone. Yeah. And to like make sure that everybody feels liked by me. Yeah. Yeah. As well. Like I really don't. Yeah.
0: Cause it all hinges on opinions, which are more often than not subjective and like it's so hard to remember. I got rejected in a like pitch meeting once, like to my face, Allie and I pitched the concept of a pilot that would involve kind of both our perspectives. And we got cut off and the guy was like the head of comedy at this place, I won't say, Um, was like, yeah, no, how about we just like we cut all the melody stuff, really focus on the alley stuff. And I was like, I want to die. Up. And I like took it to sure. heart. And um, I, I got really upset, didn't like gave up on this idea entirely. The script like was like, well, it's obviously trash because one person in the industry, one gatekeeper thought so, who also, now, like, I see worked with problematic people, made questionable choices. I think, in my yeah. subjective opinion, bad decision maker. Now, in yeah. hindsight, but at the time, I was like, well, scrap this idea forever. It's never going to happen. I will cease to work on it. Like, it's so hard because rejection is pain and you're, it hurts. You have to, like, grieve it yeah. and move on before you can rationally handle it. Sucks.
1: Yeah, it's, sometimes it's physical. Yeah. Oh my God. Have you ever been like
0: completely heartbroken, like dumped, um, in a major way? Like I have never experienced like, that's the most visceral rejection. I think like having my heart broken for the first time being blindsided and broken up with just like I was in such physical pain. I didn't even think it could happen for me. I was like, I'm not like an emotional person like that. I like that's for movies. (laughs) Like, no, on the ground, dry heaving, like, taking painkillers <laughs> like it yeah. hurt
1: yeah i think the last time i felt like that was actually so i i was with my um my ex-girlfriend for a few years and we broke up and that was very painful but the the last time i felt like physically physically painful was i had been hooking up with one of my guy friends who's also a comic and um we had been so close and got on so well as friends that when um, all of a sudden, he didn't want to have sex anymore. I was like, I was like distraught, even though the friendship was like perfect and still is like perfectly intact. You know what I'm saying? It's like, he kept the thing that was most important. But like, do you know what I'm saying? It was like, took the arbitrary thing away and it destroyed me. But I think it's also because I didn't know why at the time. I was so confused that it lives like in my body, and it felt like it was about my body. <laughs> yeah, man. but I yeah. couldn't
0: figure out what it was. Yeah. What are the stages of grief? Do right. you have that with rejection? Yeah. Probably.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's like if it's part of a grief. If you're grieving. Yeah.
2: I mean, also rejection early on can affect your attachment style as an, yeah. as an adult. So like parents rejecting you cuz I was thinking like, you know, most cases of rejection, I can always be like, well, it was for the best. But there are some instances where you're like that wasn't for the best when you know a parent rejects a child like that's yeah uh, and it's not that like rarely for place. the best
0: <laughs> it's like literally you can have like alcoholic
2: right. parents who right. are mm-hmm.
0: in a way rejecting and abandoning the child drag me oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, sorry i'm dragging yeah. Allie, Ally's parents um <laughs> to be honest but yeah really manifests in some crazy ways
1: yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely or even just like um I don't know if your, your dads do this. Um, this is like maybe a small rejection. How did we not I'd even like get to things. dads yet? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dad, my dad does this thing. And I was talking, um, to, to one of my best friends about this, where he'll be like reading the newspaper or watching TV and he will be, he will interrupt what he's doing to ask me something. And then I will respond and build on it. And he, <laughs> In the time that it takes me to do that, he will go back to reading or watching football and then be so exasperated if he has to turn it off so that I can finish my response to what he just asked me.
0: Oh, man. I don't know how often my dad does that. I feel like I'm your dad. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! (laughs) And you know what? I'll work on it. (laughs) I'm just the worst person to watch anything with that's so funny (laughs) i'm sorry on behalf of your dad
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's like a whole to do it's like god forbid the pausing of
2: (laughs) (laughs) i thought you were going in the direction of of what my mom used to do and it would just be like have the literal newspaper like up blocking herself oh off from my, my sister. <laughs> and I was like trying to get her attention and being like, I got pregnant at school today like waiting for her to to kind of be bothered to to hear what her two teenage daughters are saying two feet away from her
0: oh my god my mom did stuff like that too actually she would lock us out of her room like just like when she'd like not like so crazy often but it would be like she'd be at a breaking point we would be like clawing at her she was overworked like under just exhausted probably in a new country. I don't know. I have so much empathy now, but like we would drive her to run to her room and lock the door. <laughs> and we would yeah. like have our fingers <laughs> under like come on, let us in. We would write notes like to her right. and pass them under the door. Like please come out. Please come out. <laughs> Probably manifested its way um somehow negatively, but yeah. Felt that felt that was rejection.
1: <laughs> right. Have you, have you guys ever been rejected by a pet that gets a new favorite? Oh, my God. One? Do you have a cat? Is it the worst? I don't have one with me, but I have a family dog.
0: Every person I've ever dated, every roommate I've ever had, my cat will imprint on and love
1: mm-hmm. more than me.
0: And it hurts yeah. God, so much. It really hurts. <laughs>
1: That honestly must be what it's like to be a parent. You just watch your child love everything Oh my God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Heartbreaking. Another reason not to do it. Do it. (laughs) If I can't handle my cat. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I I feel rejected on behalf of Allie's mom because Allie's such a great human being. She works with Bradley, who we might all be familiar with. Mm. I don't know. And, really helps his mom, like flies out to Chicago. Bradley's an adult with autism. She's worked with for a long time. And she's gotten so close with Bradley's mom, Barb, that she'll call her her second mom. And then she's like, and Barb will send christmas presents down around the holidays like when we're down in north carolina we will be like to my daughter blah 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 and i'm like if i were your mom Allie, i would be livid like yeah. she always calls her her daughter her do- and like they got in an argument a few months ago and when they made up she was like i would never do that i mean you are my daughter and it's like no you're not like i i was getting no. so triggered for Allie's mom yeah
1: yeah but, but that's a uh, that's 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 definitely an overstep. That I yeah, that feels authority to speak on. But
2: (laughs) well, that brings up a point of sometimes things that maybe feel like rejection, but actually aren't. Like you know, when you're uh, especially like middle school dynamics, like you brought up, it's like if your friend um, makes your best friend makes makes a new friend, and all of a sudden that's their best friend. It's not necessarily yeah, it's not necessarily (laughs) though a rejection. (laughs) of you, they're just like also friends with someone else. Now I'm thinking about now I'm thinking about housewives with like Bethany and Carol. Like Bethany was feeling rejected. Me too. I was just gonna say, well, <laughs> we can apply this to Bethany and Carol. <laughs> right, right. Bethany was feeling uh, rejected and then it wasn't like so much about rejection. It's like you, you gotta share sometimes and you but if you let yourself feel rejected and then act out in anger or let your insecurities get the best of you, then that can lead to actual rejection right yeah
1: yeah absolutely yeah yeah, and you're like sort of like rejecting like yourself in that sense because you're taking it out on yourself by lashing you know what I'm saying right right if you lash out it's because you're you're carrying something that's on you yeah no one hurts my
0: feelings more than me um, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I need to get better so about like
0: examining why I feel rejected in the first place. Like that step, I always skip and go straight to like rage, accusatory ideas or remarks. Yeah, um, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I feel like it always feels like it's like a not enough situation, but right? Again, when it's like when you were talking about the casting thing, or like when you when you don't when you reject somebody on a personal level, it's usually not, I mean, half the time it's usually not because something is lacking. Yeah. You know, it's just like you said, it's just not there. Right. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. They're not the one, but it's not because they're not funny enough or not attractive enough or. Yeah. You know,
2: um, when, when my wife and I recently opened up our marriage there were some like insecurities of that. D- does this mean I'm not enough? And is this a rejection of me? And you really have to be able to overcome those thoughts to make it work. Because mm-hmm. if you can't overcome those thoughts, like it will never work. If you're thinking that, Oh, th- this is about rejection, then you can't move forward from that. So it can be definitely. Uh, definitely a tricky thing.
1: Yeah, or it's almost like it's like if we if we view it as personal, then we accept the rejection as valid.
0: If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I need therapy. <laughs> I'm
1: working on it.
2: <laughs> Do you think you'd rather be the rejector or the rejectee?
1: It, normally, I think I would say rejectee. But in this moment, I'm feeling very sensitive. I am going to say the rejector.
2: Pisces season. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think I like being the rejectee.
1: Yeah. Good for you.
2: I don't. I, I feel so punishment. bad. I, yeah. I i am trying to get better at it, but I feel so bad about possibly like hurting people's feelings. Um, yeah. That I. oh. It's a, like I had a um, a dating show, a queer dating show that I put on for Valentine's Day and I got all these applications. And in my mind, I was like, I'm only going to pick like seven. Uh, I think I picked like 17 and then like tried yeah. to I'm like, and then I can make a lightning round to fit in the rest. Like it was so hard for me to pick because I'm like, well, I to. you know, all these people are just looking for love. I can't I can't say no to them, even though it's like. I don't know them. It's nothing personal. I'm just trying to, like, make sure yeah. there's variety. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I had the hardest time with it.
0: Yeah, Carolyn used to reply to every mean comment or DM <laughs> we'd ever no, get. No, like, no. every, like, cr- truly unhinged email. <laughs> she would yeah. try to find common ground and spend so much Mental, yeah. emotional energy over it, and I was like, "You have to just let some
1: go." Yeah. Oh my god! Right, so just move it. Yeah. yeah, moving on down to the movie, Yeah,
2: slowly getting better. Slowly getting better.
1: <laughs> yeah. Still, it's, that's. I'm like really impressed that you're saying the rejectee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed. Good on
2: you. I think it goes like we always uh or we used to ask guess when we did these uh patreon exclusive like 20 question type things um it was would you rather be the dumper or the dumpy and for me it's yeah. it's always be the the dumpy because I've never been good at being the the dumper I'd rather have someone else just call it and then I can deal with it because I don't want to feel like oh maybe I made a mistake or whatever I'd rather yeah. feel like oh it's out of my control they don't want to be with me
0: everyone feels pity for me everyone's buying my drinks yes, right now, like, that, that's what it's about
2: i love being a victim yeah <laughs> that's why i want to be rejected yeah no one's mad at me right it's great
0: um, no one's mad at me <laughs> yeah I like, every day i wake up so who's true. mad at me <laughs> yeah. when will i spiral out about it Before <laughs> or after coffee <laughs> Not to reject everyone, but I think we have to wrap up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) This was fun. Yeah. Thanks for tagging out with
0: us. Thanks for doing this. We got to get you on Stonewall. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. We should all go to Stonewall.
0: But I meant you doing the show. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) We got to get you on the Stonewall stage.
1: Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I'd love to do that, too. That'd be so fun.
2: Where can people follow you on social media?
1: Um, I am on Twitter and on Instagram at Alicia Hush. Um, I do not have TikTok, unfortunately.
2: Don't say unfortunately. That's okay. Normalize not being on TikTok, please. (laughs) Normalize Uh, posting (laughs) quarterly on TikTok. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and when is comedy ugly for anyone in New York who wants to check it out?
1: Yes, please do come check it out. Comedy Ugly is the first Thursday of every month at 9 p.m. at Easy Lover in Williamsburg. It is so fun. So fun. Great music. Thank you. Great vibes. So fun. Thank you. Thank you. Love it. It is a blast.
2: Lastly, are your DMs open for lesbians to slide in and make you uncomfortable?
1: Yes, please. Uh, Yes, please. uh, I honestly could use it. (laughs) I could use it. Oh,
0: you heard
2: it here first. Now Keep we're going have to have you back for an update. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let us let us know. <laughs> uh, listeners Amazing. make us proud. All right. All right. <laughs> Thanks
1: so much. Thank you. Thank you so much.
2: Well, we have quite the appropriate listener question for this topic for I'm, this. I'm going in raw. Normally. Yeah. yeah. We'd pick it out, go over it, um, I paraphrase know. it, edit it. Yeah, we're on a time crunch right now, so we got a very detailed situation from uh, a listener, and I don't have the time to rewrite it, so I'm just gonna give you guys the gist of this listener question. Basically, it's this uh 20 year old listener who has a girlfriend, and her uh girlfriend's mom. Basically confess to her that she's in love with her. <gasps> how messy? How Jerry Springer is this? Okay. <laughs> so so the the listener's girlfriend's mom yes confessed her love for the listener. The listener's mom has been married, I believe, to a woman for sixteen years. Wow. And the listener was trying to talk her out of it being like, you know, maybe you're just like nostalgic for a different time, blah, blah, blah. And the mom is insisting, no, I'm in love with you um, and is like and has been infatuated with this listener for the last four years. And uh, four years They're 20 yeah. now. Yeah, so they've wow. been with their girlfriend for a while. Uh, they're very stressed out, obviously. And uh, this listener doesn't know what the hell to do. Like, should they uh, leave their girlfriend, who they say they're madly in love with? They don't want to, like, cause the parents to divorce or to have the the girlfriend, you know, have a strained relationship with, with the mom. They don't know if they should, like, set boundary this is a mess of a situation i mean you're 20 i'd say run Run. like i cannot see any type of good resolution like i'm sure you feel like you're madly in love but but this ain't it this this is not sustainable this it's not your fault it's not your fault at at all not your Um, fault you're
0: so magnetic that an adult
2: could not handle themselves appropriately who can handle themselves around a queer welder? Oh, you know, see, right? Yeah, now it makes sense. That was another detail. So, <laughs> no, uh, this is, listener, I mean, this is predatory. Okay. Uh, she, it's very predatory. Like that, this person was 16 years old. This woman just admitted to lusting after, e- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's insane. Her daughter's 16 year old friend. This Fuck is insane. That. Yeah. No, that this is like ten shades of messy. Yeah, this is really bad. And like the only like if you want your girlfriend to like basically sever the relationship with her mom, <laughs> and, like move somewhere else with you, far away, have her run away with you because you yeah, are running. Yeah, you must. I that's clear. And that relationship now nah, you can't be around this predatory. Oh, this is so unfortunate in in so many ways. Yeah. Um get yourself extract yourself from this situation. I laugh sometimes uncomfortably. Okay. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this it's got to be over. Yeah.
0: We need a follow End up. It. Yeah.
2: Yeah, let us know cuz this question was submitted uh, a little while ago cuz we've been making our way through through the list, but there there's not too much more to say uh, than that and and don't worry you will you'll find love again in a less complicated situation get out of there this is making you feel horrible it can only get worse honestly so um you know if you have a question and you need us to answer it immediately patrons go to the top of the list <laughs> if not or send uh, an uh, email or, with or, 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 or yeah, yeah come yeah. on carolyn <laughs> we have a heart okay sometimes the ones that seem we don't get to always read all of them as they come in sometimes we do catch one that seems like a a, like we must take care of this now we do um but you know don't abuse it don't abuse it or we will reject you oh Uh, no we won't (laughs) no you know i can't reject you just learned that about me i have problems email us for love Validation out <laughs> at gmail.com. Speaking right over that, Mel. Uh, <laughs> Feeling rejected. Okay. If you don't want me to feel rejected, you can follow me at TGI Carolyn. Uh, you can follow me at Melody Kamali. But if you ever unfollow me, I will find
0: out. And I will, and I will hear about it. <laughs> so hurt and so rejected. And Carolyn will hear about it,
2: and then I'll I'll have to find you and uh, avenge Melody's honor. So, so we don't, you don't, we don't want, want that. that? We don't want a mess. So All right. head on over to Instagram <laughs> <laughs> and keep it cool in the comments. All right, uh, okay. Thank you so much for dyking out with us this week. See you next Tuesday.